Welcome to Winning Is Not Everything, where we bring sanity back to youth sports by focusing on character development, effort, and sportsmanship, not rankings and trophies. I'm your host, Sean Jensen, former NFL reporter, children's book author, and youth sports coach. Great things never came from comfort zones. Those are the wise words of author Neil Strauss, and they embody what Reagan Pittman has done throughout her life. We're going to dive into the lessons she's learned from painful experiences and the encouragement she provides for many others. Let's go. As a coach, I've had discussions with parents and young athletes about horrifying experience they've endured in their youth sports journey. Naturally, you don't wish those things upon anyone, but challenges are inevitable for all of us and the most powerful among us, not because of our size, strength, or athletic prowess. Transform weakness into strength, a negative into a positive, a trauma into hope. Reagan Pittman rose to become one of the top collegiate volleyball players in our country, but she has lots of scars, many of them that you can never see, to get there. We're going to start part two of our talk with Reagan Pittman right now. Reagan, I have to let the listeners know you weren't just a good volleyball player growing up. I mean, you led your team to state titles. You had an obscene number of kills and blocks. And I mean, you you accomplished so much as a player. Did that help you? I know that sometimes as young people, we really cling to something that we're good at and that becomes a big part of our identity. Was that important for you? And how did you kind of move past that? Absolutely. In high school, volleyball was my everything because that's the only group that I belonged in. That's the only group that accepted me truly as me. But when I got to college, I got a rude awakening and I went back to the bottom of the totem pole. No one accepted me for who I was. So I really had to like rediscover who Reagan O'Neill Pittman was the person, not Reagan Pittman, the volleyball player. I'll bring this up now. So that made me start my own business, Stand Tall Volleyball Academy, which is about building the player as a whole and ensuring that they separate personal life from their volleyball life and kind of have not a different personality, but a different mode and routine they go in when they go and step into the volleyball court versus going and stepping in and enjoying time with family and really ensuring that they can separate those two because I had to do it and it was one of the hardest processes And it almost comes to a point of where you don't become quite as good at your sport, but you enjoy life a lot better. One of the things I really admire about you, and you did this when you were younger too, I know you were so involved in the Special Olympics, but you have such a big heart for serving others. Even with your internship at Three Rivers Park District, that was about taking your passion for the outdoors and and helping kids discover those passions and learn those passions, learn how to fish and rock climb. Where do you think that passion comes from to want to help other people? I definitely think it comes from my dad. So my dad is a six foot three, 350 pound Midwestern dad, big guy, super scary. But once you peel back that like first layer of the onion, he has the biggest heart. I don't know. He's just such a teddy. He's such a type bear person, but it's such a teddy bear. And he was the guy that kids get off my lawn. But we had some foster kids next to us and he was their dad. So he just has a big heart. And I think I really learned that from him, no matter who you are as a person, to always have a big heart, even if you look scary and big on the outside. 
Hey Reagan, who's an unsung hero from your childhood? Ideally someone key to your development as a student athlete, but who's not related to you? I would say I had a coach, Coach Bogart. She coached me when I was in eighth grade at PVA Slam. And she got me in the gym at St. Thomas Aquinas because she was the head varsity coach there and retired my freshman year. And she also got me into Casey Power. Without Casey Power, I would not have been where I am now. And she's always been in contact with me. And she coached me for one year in eighth grade. And I will be forever grateful that for that woman because she's a six foot three art teacher who has a huge heart and is so quirky and just an incredible, powerful woman who I've really looked up to not only from a personal life, but also her coaching life. Wow. That's a great, that's a great example, Reagan. Thank you. What's one thing you would tell your eight, 12 or 16 year old self? Can I do in each stage? <laughs> you can do whatever you like, Reagan. Uh, eight year old self. Just keep having fun because life's about to get really hard. <laughs> 12 year old self, the bullying's not going to stop when you go to your new school and you're going to get really good at volleyball. And I wish that you would know how to manage all the people who know you, all the people who are going to take advantage of that and all the people who are going to bully you because of it. And then 16 year old self, I would have told myself, slow down, take a moment to reflect on what you're doing and make sure you separate sport from volleyball and really find a good group of high school friends. Reagan, looking back, what was something you appreciated about your parents' influence on your athletic journey? My parents always wanted it to be because I wanted to do it. A huge moment when I realized that was when we went to Minnesota, my dad looked at me and goes, so what do you think? Do you think this is the place for you? And he asked me all these questions. Do you like this place? Do you like the coaches? Do you like Hugh? And if you do, we fully support that. And I think that was a huge moment for me that my parents truly believed that I was going to be big in volleyball. I was going to be a big influence. And also, my parents are amazing. So my business, my dad's my accountant and my mom's my marketer. And they haven't taken a dime and I they're supposed to take 10% every month. And they haven't taken a dime and they've just taken that and put it back into Earl's Helping Paws, which we'll get into Earl's Helping Paws, I'm sure, later. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Winning Is Not Everything. Please make sure to like the podcast, subscribe, and share. And don't forget, you can contact me through my website, seankjensen.com. Winning is not everything, but the three H's to be a real hero in life are hustle, humility, and heart. I'm your host, Sean Jensen, and we'll see you next time. Next time.